Hubhopper Originals Hi so today I'm going to read to you the lead story uh, from my book I'm not butter chicken and of course the name of the story is I'm not butter chicken I'm not butter chicken you can't order me Nitya shouted at her father and then she turned to run but he grabbed her arm hard ow she yanked her arm away stumbling as he was forced to release her she upset the silly little overcarved table and fled heart thumping bursting out of the cage of her ribs racing upstairs she slammed the door shut and leaned panting against it she heard footsteps thumping up the stairs thump 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 she braced herself against the door in case he tried to cook, kick it in her father was capable of that but the footsteps just kept on coming thump 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 kept on coming up the stairs and they never seemed to reach as the sound began to fade she realized with a start that the footsteps weren't footsteps but the beating of her own heart thumping so lo- loudly she thought they were footsteps of her angry father she stilled her beating heart <clears throat> swallowing great gulps of air she listened now pressing her ear against the door surely papa would come up he would never let her get away with this but the stairs were empty no footsteps creaked there was a murmur far away voices Nitya couldn't be sure she waited she knew she'd have to pay the price sooner or later shout now pay later he could be so vindictive her father so loving sometimes so so she didn't dare give a word for what she thought of her father right now the word whatever it was was too terrible too dark and maybe there was no going back once it was out like there was no going back with the words she'd barked out at her father i'm not butter chicken you can't order me no going back when did these lines even come to her sometimes her tongue said things that she didn't even agree with in her mind in her heart they just the her tongue seemed to have a whole life of its own she stuck her tongue out cross-eyedly trying to look at it it rippled restlessly never still for even a, st- a split second she tried to hold it still but it rippled like a hyperactive pink thi- python i wonder if all te- tongues are like this restless or is it just mine voices there they were again a murmur what could they be saying mas probably saying let it go she's a teenager and papa is saying enough is enough she doesn't deserve our sympathy or my understanding this time i'm really going to let her have it nitya's tender behind smarted at the very thought of getting it to be fair he never did actually hit her but he did sometimes threaten her with it gosh i'm not butter chicken you can't order me 
he had just told her to go get her something from the kitchen and she fought back and now it became this big fat battle. Grief overwhelmed her. Loneliness engulfed her. She was alone. Even her parents, unaware and uncaring of her despair, were sitting downstairs in their living room and... Hang on! She heard laughter. They're laughing! In their living room. Theirs. Never mind. Theirs. She was living in borrowed space on borrowed time. Maybe if something dramatic were to happen to her, maybe if her life was suddenly to come to a stop, then, oh, then she, they would realize how they had wronged her. She could just see it now. Her mother grieving. Her father not only grieving, but terribly, terribly guilty. Knowing, heart of hearts, it was his fault. Well, not his fault exactly, but then at least that he'd been too hard on his tender young child who now lay so pale and still on the pyre. Tears, real tears rolled down Nitya's cheeks as she graphically pictured her own funeral. She lay on her back and lived through her death until shouts of laughter floated up at her from downstairs. Here she was dying and they were laughing. How could they be laughing? What were they laughing at? Nitya! Oi, Nitya, come down. You've got to see this. Her mother called. See what? What could they be showing her? Was it a trap? A trap to get her out in the open and come out of the safe confines of her room and then they'd let her have it. More laughter. More shouts urging her to come down. This was incredible. She was seething. She opened the door. She was furious. They were making fun of her in the worst way possible. They were enjoying her sorrow. And so she and her thick little black cloud that was forming on top of her head made their cautious way down. She would be ready to bolt any second, like a deer, tender and delicate, approaching a waterhole, driven by her thirst for love and inclusion. She tiptoed down into a room filled with laughing lions. You've got to see this, laughing her parents, each making room for her by moving to the ends of the sofa. She hesitated. This had to be a trap, and trapped she'd be if she went and sat between them. They were watching TV. TV! Right after a fight as big as the one they'd had, they had the nerve to watch TV? She hesitated. But then another shout of laughter from her parents got the better of her. She went and sat on the arm of the sofa, on her mother's side, ready to bolt if something happened. And then they were laughing at the hilarious program unfolding before them. Nitya laughed too, in spite of herself, sitting there laughing as though nothing had happened. And then her father pulled her by the arm gently, lovingly, and plonked her next to him. He put his arm around her. He gave her a hug and smiled as he said, You're right, my darling butter chicken. I can't order you anymore. <laughs> so where did this story come from? You know, sometimes a story pops up complete and easy in a writer's head. That's a writer's dream. Other stories one struggles with. 
The story makes you work and sweat. The story is a this this story this story is a combination of both those things. This first line, I'm not butter chicken. You can't order me. Popped straight into my head when I was thinking of nothing at all. I'm not butter chicken. You can't order me, and I loved it. It's such a great first line. I knew exactly what my story was going to be: a fight between a father and daughter. And so I sat at my computer, ready to work out a fight between a father and daughter. But suddenly, a strange thing began to happen. Another story, very bizarre, very dark, spooky began to appear on the screen as i typed not your typical story story at all i was into the third page when the magic broke i didn't know where to go from here and so i asked my two children my great critics who were much younger then to read it and i asked their advice on how to finish it both of them said leave it don't conclude it it doesn't need to be finished just let it remain hanging in midair so i switched off my computer and i left but when i came back to reread my story after i usually and i usually do that the story was gone the screen was blank even weirder the title and the first line remained but the magic story was gone and i could never get it back again although i did try And so starting over with that first line I wrote this version the version that I had thought I would be writing in the first place maybe that magic story is floating around in space somewhere and it'll pop into my head or yours and get published after all and by the way I was in a school one day I had just done some lessons with uh, I think it was class 8 and during break a teacher came in weeping straight out of a class she was weeping and she was like really angry and she said these children they're so rude where do they get these stupid lines from i how do they think up these things and also all of us asked her what happened and she said you know i told the children to say something and one of these kids she mentioned a name i don't remember said i'm not butter chicken you can't order me Where do they get these lines from? And I quietly slunk away because I knew I had just given that line to this kid to snap at his teacher, snap back at his teacher. And now I've given the story to you. Make of it what you will. And if a spooky story comes to you, do write it and send it on to me. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट